Kia ora, I'm Jenna, and in this episode of Asian and Aotearoa, I catch up with Kishin, aka Kishin the Jin. Kishin is an independent South Asian artist and producer born and raised in Aotearoa. Self-taught in his art, his music captures the core elements of R&B and hip-hop created while wearing his culture without shame. Coming up, you'll get to hear about his album he recently released, his process, and just more about him. On with the episode. Um, Do you want me to use that or your your name? Name. You you can use that actually, but okay. Honestly, like in a normal conversation, I very much prefer just Kishin. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no, yeah. the whole time I'm going to refer to you as Kishin. <laughs> oh um, no! What have I got myself? <laughs> That's pretty um, much my fault there. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, well, welcome, Kishin. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I have listened to your album, by the way. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're like, yes, tell me more. Um, so in preparation, I then did some stalking and was like looking at some other interviews. And so you yeah. basically did everything. Yeah, yeah. So I did everything from the producing, the lyrics, alongside my feature artists as well. Yeah. Yeah, so for the songs that I featured artists on, we both kind of worked on those lyrics equally. But then... For all the songs that I worked on, pretty much all the lyrics are my own. The music's my own for all the songs. And most of the post-production, aside from mastering. And mastering was a one thing I, I wanted to outsource, actually, because it's definitely difficult to do seven songs just like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you're just yeah wild, uh, wildly talented. You've just done <laughs> basically this whole thing. Huge. And we'll, we'll get into that. First, tell me a bit about yourself. Okay. In your background, please. A little bit about myself. Where do I start? My name is Kishin. I was born in Poneke and raised in Porirua. I'm a South Asian Kiwi and my roots go back to primarily in India. I've been producing music for a long time and have been heavily invested in music from a very early age. While I've spent years on my craft, I only recently debuted an album, which came out in August this year. Congrats. And, yeah. Thank you. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a big one, actually. Yeah, because... Um, can you hear that? Wait. I can, I can. Just a little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that sound in ages. You know that sounds like an old mobile phone? It does. Um, that's what? <laughs> okay. I, I often get it sometimes when I'm when I'm recording, so... Oh, okay. Also, because I've got a MacBook Air, it kind of... I can hear the fans. It sounds like it's about to lift off my desk, right, so... Right, right. <laughs> Keep, no, keep, keep, keep going, keep going. <laughs> oh, um, where was I? Yeah, so I released, I released Suno yes. in, in August this year. It's my debut album. And amidst learning the ups and downs of being an independent artist and producer, I really, I really want to work towards creating an open space for people of all cultural backgrounds to enjoy my work while maintaining a strong foundation within and with my own culture as well. So this is pretty much me at the moment. Yeah. Just living every living, moment of it. Creating, um, <laughs> just doing things from scratch. Yeah. How did you choose the name Kishin the Jin? So Kishin is my birth name. It's it's of Sanskrit origin and it's, it's actually a Gujarati name. So that's the region I'm from is Gujarat. And Kishin was the name given to me at my birth. And Jin is a word of Middle Eastern origin. So it was popularized among South Asian and Middle Eastern cultures, but it's mainly used in Islamic texts to describe spirits that live in a state of 
liminality. Much like people, they're oftentimes seen to be shrouded with mystery and are also outspoken in many ways. So when it came to the word Jin, I felt it was a perfect tie-in to the good, the bad, and the mystery of what life may bring to us at times. It also plays into the popularized definition of Jin, meaning genie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, I think that the, when how I know where I've heard that before is from The Witcher. Yeah. 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 Ooh, so that, cool. that's the popularized version of it. And of, of course, like Aladdin has made such a huge thing with genies and all that. But for me, it's more in terms of what, what the original definition actually stands for. And yeah, it's, it's, it's actually heavily debated in terms of whether it's a good name to have or whether it's a bad name to have. But for me, it resonates because, again, I want to bring the outspoken into the realm of what is commonly talked about with my music. And so, yeah, I felt it resonated with me. And I was happy because it resonated with my friends and the people following my work too. So Yeah. Okay. I love it. it. You're definitely on the right podcast for that sort of stuff. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about your album. In terms of themes and stories, so what are you communicating through your music? Oh, Honestly, like whether it's about myself, my culture or the world around me, they're, they're pretty much all just stories that I'm communicating, the good and the bad, confronting at times. But the bottom line is that whatever I talk about in my music is my truth. Yeah. And if it resonates with me, I'll turn it into something. When I go into detail in my songs about sort of life in India, a lot of that doesn't necessarily come from personal experience, but it actually comes from the experience of my family and those that have lived and been in India that I know of. And in a way, me getting an understanding of how the political system works there, how day-to-day life works there. Even from a distance here in Aotearoa, I do my best to try and, what's the word? Sort of be cautious about the stories, but also very honest and upfront about how I feel about the state of affairs and Mm -hmm. how it's trickled down into my generation of Kiwi-born Indians and South Asians alike. When you were writing, when was that time period? Um, Was it last year? Yeah, it was like last the, of the year. Yeah, so yeah. so it's kind of, it's kind of nice. So the album is like a snapshot of this where you were at then. Yeah. Yes and no. I finished some of the songs as recent as the start of this year. Even for me, there's no proper process when it comes to writing my music. It's like I'll feel something in the moment. I'll write down a verse, and then it may even take me a few months later for me to pick it up again and expand on it. My process comes from my day-to-day experiences and these experiences can accumulate over a space of time for me or they can just happen all in one hit instantly. When it comes to finishing and finalizing what I'm talking about and what I'm writing about in my music, it becomes a journey in and of itself. And I think putting a timestamp on that for me, I just can't get my head around it for some reason. (laughs) Oh, I love it. So you're saying it's like, it's not linear. It's not linear. No. Mm, no. Yes. Okay. Love it. (laughs) Long Um, story short. (laughs) Yeah. um, And so now that you've effectively birthed your album, how are you feeling about the whole experience of growing through that process? Honestly, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. It was, it was hard at times, but I don't think I ever sat down and felt like it wasn't going to work. I'd been sleeping on myself for years before this project. At some point, I just decided I'd had enough of myself and just went for it. <laughs> oh, I get it. I mean, not that um, I'm like birth an album, but wow, yeah. Well, I mean, like 
for me anyway, I've been producing for a long time, whether that's been producing for my friends or just making beats in my room or wherever I set up my studio. It's, it's been an ongoing process of trial and error. You know, I buy gear and then I'll sell that gear on and then I'll try and get something better quality. It's, it's very technical and it's also very, it's also very in my feelings kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. Like where I yeah. just have to go off intuition. I have to go off whatever I feel in the moment at times for years and years I felt like I was just sort of in a state of liminality in that sense and when it came to making this album actually happen I felt like I just clicked I think and it was very much over lockdown 2020 I didn't have any of my music gear with me I just come off some training for for my day job and I was pretty much stuck at work for weeks on end <laughs> it was weeks it was for that duration of that lockdown last year and um, that's when I finally decided within myself that I have to do this like I have to take my passion seriously you know a lot of people like to differentiate between hobbies and your real full-time job <laughs> and for me I think it's hard to call it a hobby when I'm putting so much time into it you know but then it's not a job. It's not a job as well at the same time. So lockdown was really part of you saying yes to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. When it came to the birth of my album and when it comes to it, actually, and how I'm feeling about the experience of creating it, I feel great. I feel great because it's been a long time coming. It's been one of those internal things that I've always promised myself that I'll do. And I've done it. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> how are you celebrating yeah. that? Honestly, uh, it feel like honest. I, I just feel like life is as normal as it as it was before <laughs> I released. <laughs> Even on the day of release, like I was very excited, I was very nervous, but also there was a big part of me feeling like, "Cool, what's next?" <laughs> oh, are you, so are you like are you looking for the next thing now? Yes, I've already I've already started the next thing. Oh uh, shit! Okay. <laughs> for me, I I just. I just have to because it's because I love it so much, you know, like yeah. I didn't get all the studio gear um, after years and years just to do one thing. And that was it. You know, I want to keep it up. And I watched your Roadman Tings interview and you mentioned coming back from India when you were nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a what good did story. you notice? What was the impact of that trip? I think even from the perspective of a nine year old, I, I found that. Life here in, in Aotearoa felt very isolated leading up to my college years and well, my high school years, I should say. And, and during that time where I was kind of in between stages of schooling and then traveling and then all of that. Also life at home as well was one of those things. I think it was eye opening for me because I picked up on a lot that I can mm. now formulate into words now. I couldn't quite get it then. And again, when it comes to writing my songs and expressing myself through my music a lot of those experiences do come through at certain points you know it was very much the bustle it was very much the the city life in india and a lot of what i'd experienced was pretty much a day-to-day -day thing you know yeah whereas like my dad didn't take us to go see like the taj mahal or all these tourist attractions it was very much like hey i've got some stuff to do i'm taking the kids along <laughs> and that was <laughs> That yeah. was pretty much what it was. And I think I got quite a quite a unique perspective through that. Yeah. That's kind of similar when 
I was, how old was I? Just finished primary school. Yeah. My parents sent my brother and I to Malaysia to see where my dad's from. Mm. And it was sort of like, we didn't do much touristy stuff. It was like lots of food and like yeah. family. Yeah. It was like living differently over there. Yeah. 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 And it is a different lifestyle. Um, there's a lot more simplicity. And, and I found myself loving simplicity more than anything in those moments. Mm. And then coming back to coming back to New Zealand, it was like, it was, it was a strange feeling because, oh, one thing I came back with all these cool dude clothes, <laughs> you know, like fresh clothes with multiple pockets and like bright colors and all that. And that just became my thing at, at school as well, at primary school. Really? <laughs> it was it was a weird it was it was kind of strange i think even even for myself at times i just felt very out of place but then it was like oh clothes in india are cheap and this is all we could get and there's no way i'm going to Hallenstein's and getting like like yeah. 70 jeans <laughs> or something like that you know yeah so yeah i just i just kind of owned it i noticed the difference between both places and i just kept my head down really just just moved on and it wasn't until it really wasn't until my uni years where i started to get a real sense of appreciation for my history and those trips that I made to India. That's another whole story. Okay. <laughs> I get the sense that you're like hungry for knowledge about where, what, and who you're connected to. So yeah. my question is, what are you in the process of learning at the moment? I, I guess there's not really one thing in particular. Right now in this moment, I'm in the process of learning how to just make good beats, you know, like make good music. Music that can challenge me, music that can bring a new sense of like, oh, I just achieved something even better than what I did before. You know, that's one thing. And then the internal thing is always the human experience for me. It's understanding people, understanding the why behind why people do the things they do. And even within myself, understanding what my purpose is in trying to figure things out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know so, it's so broad. It doesn't really go down to anything specific in that regard. But you're in the process. How do you learn how to make good beats? It's just time on, time on, hands-on experience for me. Listening to different music all the time as well. I can't name one genre that I primarily yeah. find myself listening to all the time. And there'll be moments in every single song that I listen to that I'll pick up on and I'll be like, oh, that's nice. I want an element of that and whatever I'm working on next. And I'll just put it to the back of my head. And then when I get to my next jam session, it's not like it will just come straight to the forefront and be like, yo, let's do this. It'll just be sweet, free flow, you know? Were you a musical child? Uh, yes and no, yes and no. Uh, I picked up the keyboard when I was 10 years old. It was a little hand-me-down keyboard. And that's when, I, that's when my love for recording and producing kind of came to be. And what, at 10? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I could layer the sounds on that keyboard. Uh, oh, it was it was such a nifty keyboard. I could pull up a chord sequence and then I could press a little record button and it would let me record that. And then I'd play it back to myself and add a drum beat to it. It was that simple for me. Except I don't think like it's, it was the kind of keyboard that anyone could just get. <laughs> like, yeah, I forgot the model, actually. And I've still got it at home as well. It's, it's one of those. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's when I fell in love with it. That's when I decided, oh, that's what I wanted. That's what I'd like to do at some point, you know, record yeah. and all that. And then finally, I found an old Skype camera at home and I set it up with like my old Windows computer and I tried recording whatever I was doing 
And then I tried layering those sounds together and I couldn't somehow do it. I didn't realize then there was there were actual applications that you needed to do that. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're a naturally curious person. Yeah. Yeah. What have you learned about your history that has surprised you? Way too much. Way too much, I think. My perspective on... Actually, would you define it as my history or my cultural history? You tell me. Initially, <laughs> I took that question as a, as a cultural thing uh, for mm. myself, to be honest. Because I think within myself, I've always kind of had this... Had a sense of knowing, like, this is what I vibe with and this is what I don't vibe with. You know, and I, and I feel like it's been quite consistent for me. I, I'm still in the process of learning to the full extent of my cultural history. India itself wasn't considered a country even until the Brits came along, um, till colonial times, really. Mm. So, and so much of what I've learned has been influenced by colonialism to the point where I'm having to decolonize even what I know initially and what I've learned throughout my whole childhood. There's a lot there. And I allude to it in various parts of my album as well. If you take the song Malik, for example, it's about I India's. do like that one. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a good, it's a solid one, actually. And Malik Ambar is one of India's, or I should say one of South Asia's most prominent African rulers. Uh, this man was born and sold into slavery from Ethiopia. And upon gaining his freedom, he went on to pretty much rule the Ahmadnagar Sultanate of India at the time. And this was all, this all happened in the 17th century. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, because we don't learn this, we don't learn this shit in school. No, like. we don't. And that's the thing. Um, a lot of my, a lot of my Desi friends didn't even learn it in school, especially the ones that were, that were raised in India or did schooling in India. You know, it just like that one story goes to show that there's a lot more to India than whatever happened during colonialism. A lot of that stuff isn't talked about even in India nowadays. In what ways are you like your parents and or grandparents? Oh, I've always been told there's a lot of my mum's side of the family in me. Oftentimes known to be quite adventurous and sort of thinking outside the box. And then there's a lot of my dad's side of the family in me as well in terms of sometimes characteristics and, and mannerisms that I have. Um, but then also when I look at just how much my dad's side of the family has actually been through to get to where they are today. There's a lot of grit there. And it might not necessarily have been in like, you know, yeah, we're all fighters and warriors kind of thing. But it's, it's more in the sense of let's work ourselves from ground up and create an environment for ourselves that we can actually thrive in, you know, yeah. in, in, a, in a foreign country that is in India. And yeah. even, even in India, it was a struggle as well for them. So I like to think that I can take the best of both worlds and I can look up to the best of both worlds. Uh, in some way, shape or form. Do you know why they chose New Zealand? Not really, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was one of those uh, woke up one day and just decided, hey. <laughs> How spiritual would you say you are? Uh, like I've grown up around it. In terms of Hinduism, um, I've grown up around faith and religion quite a bit. But I think... As time has gone by, I've, I've found my feet just in knowing myself, which is having mm. faith within myself. I don't know if you heard the song Reminiscing. Um, yes, it's one of my favorites, actually. Oh, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I made that song with Yusef Dave. He's, he's based in Chicago, and he's a man of faith. Like, he's a man of, of strong religious faith, but it's not, it's, it feels spiritual, you know? Like, yeah. it oozes spiritualism in a way. 
that his focus is is on the good within oneself, you know? Mm. And I was able to instantly just click with him in so many ways that even though we have different faiths or even though we have different beliefs, inherent beliefs, we were able to produce a song that was about finding faith within oneself, you know? Yeah. It was my perspective of faith and it was his perspective of faith merged together in a seamless kind of, in a seamless tune almost. Um, I love it. (laughs) And (laughs) never once did that conversation come up like, do you believe in the right thing or do you hold yourself to the to the right standard in a way mm. we both very much agree that we're all different people we all come from different backgrounds and having some form of faith is good inherently because it keeps us it keeps our heads high it keeps us moving forward and i think that's where i stand in terms of spiritualism is i'm thriving in a world right now where i can learn almost anything that i want to And I'm blessed with the ability to know what I don't know in many ways. And I'm constantly, constantly trying to find that through whatever I do as well. So music then becomes a part of my spiritualism um, and day-to-day life can become a part of my spiritualism as well. I think it's a mindset thing, you know? Yeah, that is such a good fucking answer. Um, (laughs) To be able to say that you're like thriving in the world today, I feel like... Full stop is is awesome, <laughs> considering the world today. You know, it's uh, honestly like it's it's one of those things that's it's not easy to do inherently. I think it's I think I've had a lot of ups and downs in the past to kind of have come to this conclusion within myself that even when things do get tough, I'll always grasp onto this idea of faith that I've always had within myself, and I'll always hold it dear to me as well. Because yeah, like it's it's not a clear cut world. It's not. It's not black and white. It's not easy necessarily even at times mm. to mm. follow your why. <laughs> and yeah. like how, why how, in that quotation marks, you know? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 24. <laughs> oh my God. I'm 24 right now. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, like I, I'm a person who just counts on experiences, whether they're good or bad. And at the end of the day, if, if, if my faith has been tested in the past and it's gone through with whatever it's gone through, then yeah. The song Reminiscing was just that for me. It was a representation of that for me. And going back to my family as well, seeing that grit in my great-grandma, seeing that grit get passed down to my mother as well, um, who's been through a lot in her life in itself, you know. So, yeah, it, it was a message that resonated with me. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, That's literally a message. <laughs> Because we are now back in 2005. Um, okay, what was my next thing? Ah, have you ever been to a place that felt, and I want to use the word holy, mm. in your body? Mm, yes and no. <laughs> of course, of course. I, I, you say of course, but I, some people might not. Yeah, tell me more. It comes and goes in moments, to be honest. It's not something I feel all the time. Uh, yes, when I'm, when I'm playing music, when I'm, when I'm doing my music stuff, Hell yes, all the time. Um, yeah, sometimes I get my down days <laughs> where I just can't be bothered doing anything. But generally, yes. Um, I started exercising about like two years ago or so. And I think that did a lot for me as well in terms of just boosting my confidence, boosting my inner, inner sense of strength as well. Just feeling like mm. I could do more than what I originally could. Yeah, so I think a lot of that has has helped in so many ways 
I, 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 when I asked the question, I actually meant like a, a place, like a location. A location? Yeah. No, actually, surprisingly not. That's okay. Think about no, it. <laughs> no, there, no, actually, I can't, I can't think of a place actually that, that's, um. That has felt spiritual in your body? That has felt like, oh, this is, this is, um, this place is resonating with me on, a, on another level? Yeah. No, there's, I don't have any answer for that actually. Um, right Ooh. from, from my early days of childhood. So my parents divorced from an early age. So I was, I was four years old. So I was constantly moving between houses at that point. And, um, and then even now, like I'm kind of living out of a suitcase for my day job <laughs> and it's always kind of been like that in some ways. Um, yeah, like I've, I've never actually settled down in, in one particular place or there hasn't been a place that I consider to be an anchor except within myself. I think mm. that's, that's the one thing that's kind of developed for me over, over the years is this feeling home right within myself. So it doesn't matter where I am, doesn't matter what I'm doing. I still feel comfortable within myself to be able to extend myself to others. Yeah, 24 is a great age to already have come to that realization. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think age is a thing, to be honest. It's, it's all superficial bullshit there. <laughs> if you could create the perfect scenario for someone to listen to your album, what would that look like? See, the thing is, like, I listen to music wherever I can, whenever I can. So, again, it's one of those things that I don't even attribute to a place. I think it's more of a, in my mind, I feel like listening to this, you know? that's I guess that's how I'd want someone to tackle my, to tackle my album or to tackle any of my songs, really. It's like, oh, cool. Let me play this right now in whatever moment I am, in whatever space I am, just because it feels right to play it, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people would like to say, like, ideally, you'd lie down in bed, you'd have, like, headphones on, like, high-quality headphones, you'd be able to hear all the little nuances and all the little harmonies that I've added and all the instrumentation. But at the same time, that's not even how I listen to music all the time. I don't, I don't even put time aside to listen to the music, to listen to music in general anymore. <laughs> what else are you doing? What else? Uh, just Just working, cooking, trying to spend time with family, catching up with friends and just learning. It's one thing I tell um, myself, never stop learning. <laughs> so I've, um, always, I've always got a bajillion hobbies that I'm, that I'm doing. <laughs> oh, what else? <laughs> oh, no, just like as a general sense. <laughs> yeah. Stuff's happening. Stuff's happening, yeah. <laughs> Today I feel like watching like cooking show videos and then trying to make something because I feel creative kind of thing. Like it'll just, it'll literally just be that. <laughs> or today I feel like going on a long hike where I haven't gone before. So I'll take a bag. I'll take a water bottle and and some snacks and then I'll just walk until whatever happens, whenever. Or like today I feel like reading something, so I'll read something. Or today I feel like watching informative videos on just anything really, just filling time. So it sounds like you don't get bored. I do, I do get, I, I get oh, crazy bored. Yeah, of course I do. You're like, no, it's wrong, okay. No, that, okay. That's, that's why I can't even think of a straight answer as to what I do outside of music and <laughs> and work and friends and family that's it like they're not constant things in my life obviously I get those I honestly I get days where I just want to sleep really yeah I, I was going to ask you a question how good are you at resting I don't have anything to compare or to gauge that to be honest but I I don't know I feel like I, I rest I feel like I'm well rested sometimes and then sometimes I don't it's, it's a mixture of things you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
What would you love people to know about who you are as a person? It's, it's hard, really. I don't often go in with expectation that this is what I want this person to get out of this interaction with me. I think if they can come away feeling, feeling good or feeling like they've talked about something that's different from what they'd often talk about on their day-to-day, that, that's enough for me. You know, There's not a lot I can say in terms of me as a person, to be honest. And it's just because, you know, at the present moment, I'm just a reflection of everything I've collectively experienced throughout my whole life, throughout all my days, in a sense. And I still, I'm still learning, I'm still growing in so many ways. I think music's a big, a big thing. It's an easy way to get into my emotions and get into actually what I feel oftentimes. But in a general sense, it's not always easy to talk about. Um, mm. In a general sense, it's not something that I actively try to define. <laughs> what kind of stuff makes you nervous? Honestly, so when I was uploading my album for release, that was that was a big nerve-wracking moment for me because any mistake could set you back for like weeks on end. So like if, if it's in the detailing and the subtle detailing of the album or like this is the name of the song, this is the feature artist and this is who I want the artist link to go to, it's on Spotify, like all of that stuff gets me pretty nervous and I'm always double checking and triple checking all those details. And it's, and it's been like that ever since I can remember. If it's not for albums or album releases, it'll be for a simple task that I might have to do that's just really blocked out <laughs> to the point where, have I actually done it right? It's so blocked out. It's almost, it's almost too easy to be like happening right now. <laughs> so is, you, so, is oh, it your attention to detail? Is that you yeah. like checking? Are you like a... I tend to double check, triple check quite a bit. Um, Hang on a second. Um, What star sign are you? What star sign? Yeah. I don't think I know, to be honest. When's your birthday? Uh, 19th of February. (laughs) Um, Hang on. No, okay, we'll come back to that. (laughs) Um, How do you show yourself compassion? Oh, long showers. (laughs) Like nice, relaxing hot showers honestly it does it does worlds of good for me outside of that learning learning and experience i think just putting myself in situations and environments that i might not necessarily feel comfortable with but i'm happy to kind of go ahead and get a feel for how things are and eventually i'll find myself still enjoying myself and i would have come away learning something it's very important for me um it again goes into my motto of like never stop learning, always seek new experiences and always try to find that balance. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What matters most to you at the moment? The people I love, like without question. Uh, the people that I've, I've been blessed to have had beautiful interactions with, I think especially over the last two years. I've met some amazing people in my life and it's like we're all individuals just going on separate railway tracks but somehow, one way or another, we're still finding a way to meet in the middle or mm. to meet at that same destination. And it's, it's, a, it's a blessing, you know, to know good people. What kind of people do you love being around? Honestly, there's, 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 no, there's no cardboard cutout <laughs> really <laughs> to this question. It's, it, I think a lot of it comes down to relatability, but at the same time, it's just, I think, an openness to share, to give mm. and reciprocate, you know. I don't have anything for your background or who you are or what you're known for or 
anything like that really because I know within myself and from experience I don't like to be judged before I've had a chance even you know mm. and I throw out those hints you know like hey I'm going to give a little here I'm going to give a little there let's see if it's reciprocated and kind of keep it going from there yeah um, I'm hearing generosity and openness yeah yeah definitely those things are really important to me and I think those things go a lot further especially in a world like today where it would almost seem like everyone's at each other's throats or it almost seems like everyone wants to disagree with one another and there's no common ground almost you know like why make it more difficult for myself you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. let's not complicate it yeah what are you waking up to waking up to my day job (laughs) (laughs) i just heard someone refer to their day job as their muggle job and I'm, i'm into that (laughs) yeah oh that's a harry potter reference i got yes (laughs) yeah honestly just what am i waking up to without trying to sound like a motivational speaker (laughs) (laughs) take it take it please (laughs) yeah i'm waking up to the grind i'm waking up to this (laughs) no no honestly i'm just (laughs) i honestly i hate waking up let's be honest (laughs) i want to sleep in all the time (laughs) There's always a bigger picture. For me, it's just having a life under my own esteem, you know? Yeah. Having independence, having a sense of, how to describe it? Like being physically stable, but also being able to learn so much while I'm in a good place within myself, you know? And I don't know if it, I don't know if it keeps me waking up every day, but when it comes to music, I know it's a big thing for me to pay attention to detail and produce well to do good by myself so that and to do good by the people that I work with and the people that I will work with in the future and also the people that I love um, and the people in my life I think well for me it's just just embrace it you know wake up embrace it embrace the day for what it is um, mm. hey and, and it might be all shit to be honest like it's <laughs> it's is one of those things we can't predict and I, I don't know what's happening tomorrow pretty much I just know that hey I've got an outline of what I want to do and I've got an outline of what I need to do and let's see how things go you know it's probably not that motivational to be honest <laughs> no no that is motivational no um okay finish these sentences okay yeah I'm embracing I'm embracing myself 100% <laughs> yeah love it I'm most proud of. I'm most proud of the journey and the people that have that have played a part in my journey. I don't know if pride is even a right is is even the right word. Gratitude is there, one hundred percent. I think internally, I I kind of take gratitude as pride as well because they both kind of go hand in hand for me. Uh, Like it's not a one man band here. You know, as as much yeah. as even as though much you it, have done a lot of it may appear like that, but at the end of the day, it's 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 the people that drive me. I'd love to be known for. Hey, I'd love to be known for for leaving that legacy in the South Asian music scene here in Aotearoa. For me, it's not about numbers. It's not about plays. It's just about the outreach. It's about the effect that I could possibly have on the communities here in Aotearoa. If I'm thriving within myself and for my music then I want that to kind of be a healing experience for others as well you know as much as it has been for me and throughout my life that's what I want to be known for at 
the end of the day. I know like music is a big part of it because that's essentially what brought us together as well as was the music. So yeah, that's what I'd love to be known for. <laughs> Who knows? It might Amazing. be something different. That's great. <laughs> well, that's all my questions. Was there anything else that we haven't spoken about that's like coming up for you now that you want to talk about? I can't, I can't think of anything to be honest. I've never been asked like questions, I guess, like blocked out in a sense. <laughs> Um, I'm so used well, to... Well, it's the first time for everything. I know. I'm, I'm always used to just having free-flowing conversations that just kind of go wherever they go. Um, How's that feeling? Honestly, it feels, it feels great because at the end of the day, I'm still able to get the message out. It was one of those things I said, because this would mark the second ever podcast slash interview that I've ever been a part of. Um, it was one of those things that I told Roadman as well, my friend Abdul. I told him like, I'm usually not used to sitting and answering the questions in a way. Um, like most of the time, I'm very much used to having very equal conversations in a sense that <laughs> there's a lot of equal contribution. I think for me, it's something as an artist that I'm probably going to have to get used to because again, I'm yeah. <laughs> very fresh. I'm very fresh in the industry. I'm not going to lie. Like I know that there are people out there that have been doing this for way longer than me and know themselves and do it well to be honest. And for me, who a person who's kind of just starting out in the public eye, like I've never extended myself this far even when it came to music. You could almost say that I'm like a musical introvert. When it comes to these kind of conversations, for me, having a conversation is meaningful in and of itself. I'm not often used to, to talking about myself, <laughs> like myself, myself, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, I know. Um, and I thank you for saying yes, because not everyone does. Um, yeah. But this is kind of why I started, well, I'm, like I wanted to podcast and I want to speak to people like you because I'm yeah. like, yeah, take up the space, please. I know. I think podcasts like these are important as well because it's, it's not just about my voice as well. It's about so many other people out there who don't quite have their avenue as well. Like me two years ago, I definitely did not have this kind of an avenue. Hell, I wasn't even making enough money to like market my work or to put myself out there in a way that I always wanted to put myself out there. So I think it's it's one of those things that it's just valuable. It's so valuable to have. And the kind of work that people like yourself are doing, it does a lot to bring other people together. And it, it does a lot to bring people with similar mindsets together and different ideas even at times together as well. Yeah, it, it creates a space for, like we say, Asians in Aotearoa <laughs> to just thrive that much easier. I, for one, have grown up in an environment where oftentimes I've, I, I've been the only Indian around mm. or I've been the only South Asian around even at times and so I feel that this is valuable if someone like me can feel that I know that a ton of other people will as well so it's great yay <laughs> okay well shall we end it there thank you so much thank you for listening check out the links in the show notes and stay tuned for updates